Hey guys! It's just a fight. Hey, what's going on, guys? Here at the Swamp, get ready to beat LSU. Y'all tune in to Rule Number One podcast on Monday. Man, it's been a minute. We are back, back on, baby. <laughs> I was uh, vibing to uh, Eminem. Oh, I forgot the name of the song, but it's like, guess who's back? Da-na-na. Back again. Da-na-na. Shady's back. Guess who's back? <laughs> exactly. We're back, and we're kind of doing both better than ever, if believe it or not. Yeah, you think, uh, I think I had several people come up to me um, and say, you know, man, what happened to the Rule One podcast? And... You know, we both have some very big news. Yes. Um, we took two months off, and uh, and during those two months, um, Brian had one heck of an opportunity. He just took a job with the Pittsburgh Pirates organization, and so he will be moving down to uh, Bradington at the first of the year. And so we are figuring out how we're going to make this thing work, but we're back better than ever and super excited to get this thing rolling again. And you're talking about me, dude. You're a freaking TV star now, dude. <laughs> On the Reality Fox page, Farmer Wants a Wife Season 2, introducing Farmer Nathan. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I had, you know, the the, uh, the TV show reached out to me and they invited me on and, and I went through the whole audition process or whatever and I was like, you know, I, I could find a wife, you know, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, it was one heck of experience. I'm uh, I'm under contract so I can't, uh, can't say anything about what happened during the show uh, for a long time. Um, but I'm sure way, way in the future we will have one of those episodes where we can kind of unveil what happened and commentate on it. Oh, I think we can, like, once the episodes start coming out, we can talk about, like, hey, what did you do episode one there? I think we, little changes, this and that. Yeah. Maybe. Kind of, sort of. So, technically, I'm under contract um, a year after the last episode, and I might be able to get it approved, but the wording of my contract basically says I can't speak on, like, a press platform of what happened on the show until ah, okay. a year after. And so, but... I could potentially get it approved by a producer, and then I could speak about it. That's awesome, dude! I'm glad you that I'm sure you had heck of a time. Um, you know, we talked not a lot about it. You just told me, you know, you had a great time, met a lot of new people, and I can't wait to see the adventures that you went on throughout that process. I knew it took about what three, three and a half months, four months, like that. Yeah, just about. Um, you know, it's uh, like I said, we can't talk too much about it, but yeah, it was probably about three months. Um, got to see a bunch of really cool places. Um, and uh, at the first of the year, it'd be uh, February 1st, the first episode comes out on uh, Fox. Um, and then I believe it's the next day we'll be on Hulu. So you can, you know, if you miss an episode, you can always go back and listen to it. And what I've, I've been doing my research on it because, you know, you are my best friend. And it is a pretty big show. Like, don't get me wrong, it's on Fox Reality. Um, um, so we had one season here in the United States, but over in Australia, it's huge. It's like it's like The Bachelor over there. Yeah, it's ginormous. Um, yeah, actually, some of my producers are from um, Australia, and I got to meet a bunch of really cool people from all over the world. Um, you know, behind the scenes, whether it be producers or cameramen or sound people, um, you know, it was just really cool to be able to see all these people in all different walks of life. And I was like, man, you need to come on the podcast, man. You need to get on the podcast. So I'm planning on uh, 
we're planning on having some of those people on um, and not necessarily to talk about the show, but talk about their career. I mean, yeah. you wouldn't believe some of the stuff that goes into it, man. I mean, I can watch a movie now and pick up and say, oh, there's lighting there. There's lighting there. You know, I, you know, I can see a mic like hidden underneath somebody's shirt. Like there's so much stuff that you don't realize that happens in movies and like reality shows and stuff like that, that nobody ever realizes. You have a, an appreciation for like the production value you have everything now oh yeah 100 percent. i mean these people are well first of all i had a fantastic time on the show like i said can't go too much into it but just the amount of people that i met behind the scenes that just are genuinely good people that made this such a great experience for me man it's it didn't matter if they were from california or australia or china or whatever it's like everybody was genuinely just cool and yeah. they it's very laid back in like the show business world everybody wants to talk to everybody there's no like you know there's a sense of professionalism but everybody speaks their mind and they're just it's very laid back so it's cool to kind of see that side of things i know i'm, I'm stoked about my opportunity i uh, i took the florida operations and game management assistant for the bradenton uh marauders which is the single a affiliated the pittsburgh pirates and i am Considered a Pittsburgh employee, uh, Pirates employee. Um, I'm really excited about that opportunity. Shout out to my boss, Rebecca. She may or may not be watching this episode. You know, <laughs> I kind of talked about the podcast and some of the posting and the cuts and the edits that I did during the interview process for the job. And she was really impressed by that because, you know, we do use all Adobe. Shout out to Adobe. Um, that really helped me get, you know, a kind of a foot in the door with this you know, position. Um, man, I cannot believe like how much this this alone this podcast alone has helped me and you out and in the sense of you know growing bigger opportunities and now man we've take a step up in the world you know we started this thing two years ago when we were first fresh out of college we've talked to some really cool people uh they've you know i've taken a lot of life lessons from these our guests you know i think we've had 44 of them or so mm -hmm. And learned a lot of life lessons from them. And, you know, we are kind of making our next step up in the world. You know, we're still young bucks. I, I, I like to mess with everybody and say I'm old, I'm this and that. I'm not. We're, we're 24, um, 23. And, you know, we're still starting out. And, you know, we've made our first little jump in the world. And I couldn't be more proud of us. So I want to do a little toast real quick <laughs> to my partner um, on a, a job well done. And a continued success moving forward. How about that? Cheers, brother. Cheers, man. Oh, man. Smooth. <laughs> I don't know that I would call that smooth. Uh, <laughs> it's not bad, but it's not great. <laughs> oh, dude. It's just crazy, though, man. Life moves so fast. I mean, it was like two years ago, we were sitting down, fresh out of college. Like, hey, man, what are you going to do? I'm going to work for, you know, my family. And I'm going to invest time in my TikTok to kind of make it big, do this and that. And I was like, oh, dude, that's awesome. I'm going to work for this small apparel company, see if I can get into social media and start cutting videos, doing this and that. We both found our passions through it all in our first career steps. And it's so, so mind, not mind boggling, but so I'm, I'm tied for words here where I want to go with this. I think it's like a appreciation kind of looking yeah. at the whole, whole thing. And we still got a whole lot of life to live. <laughs> yeah, man, I just, I was just talking to a really good friend of mine, um, you know, and I, I got out of college and I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I know I wanted to go work for my family. I got an agriculture degree. I wanted to get right into it and, you know, start working, start helping out the family um, and support this basically 
generational foundation that I've had. Um, and then, you know, I had other passions in life as well, whether it be the podcast or making videos on TikTok. And it's cool how, you know, in my opinion, the the Lord had worked through my life this whole deal. And it had prepared me, you know, through this deal. And I was you know, down, down bad at certain times. And I would get home and I'd work on videos and I'd work on the podcast. And man, I'd, Brian and I would be up till 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock, one o'clock in the morning. Sometimes too. Yeah. Working have to on go stuff. To work the next day. Yeah. And, and on a weekday and be working on things. And it was, it got to the point where like, we're so drained, but it got to the point where we were like, you know, we're almost there. I feel like I'm, I'm almost there. And I felt, I was talking to the same person. I was like, I feel like I hit a point where I said, I was like, I'm at the brink of something fantastic, but I don't know what it is. And, you know, and that's when the show came around and I feel like now we're getting the opportunity to really you know, jumpstart this deal. Um, and we've had great fans and, and listeners along the way that really enjoyed and helped us build to where we are now. And we're kind of at that spot now where it's like people enjoy listening to us. We come up with good content and now it's we're getting the market yeah. for people all over the world to really see what we're doing here. And we're showing too, the fact we're showing that, you know, chasing your passion can pay off, yeah, right? Yeah. You know, so I've listened to a lot of podcasts in my day. I think my top, I think I listened to on my Spotify wrapped this year. It was like 37 hours of uh, content, right? Uh, 32 and a half hours of that were podcast. And so I'm a podcast junkie. And what I keep finding in the same theme over and over again throughout all the different podcasts I listen to, if you're passionate about something, go for it, yeah. right? Don't, don't rest until you get it done. You know, that's, you know, put your mind to something and stick to it. That's kind of, you know, the passion, you know, I'm sorry, the mindset that I've taken to my passion. And now I'm getting to go work in professional sports. Um, and I couldn't be, you know, more appreciative of this opportunity. I cannot wait to tell my stories from it. Unlike you, I will not be under contract. So I can come in here week in and week out and tell you, like, hey, man, this baseball player talked about this with me today. Or, hey, man, I got to shoot this video with this baseball player and stuff like that. So I'm really excited. But, man, Staying driven is so hard, right, when you're chasing your passions because there's so many setbacks. You know, there was a lot of time where I was set back, put down, kind of back on my ass and had to re rethink things and, you know, just put my nose to it and got to it. Yeah, I know, man. The, uh, I actually, you know, you were talking about podcasts. I just saw, um, it's, uh, I forget the guy's name, but he's, uh, he's a New York guy and he reenacts like, um, like baseball skits and football skits and he's a comedian and he started out on po uh, the podcast and then he was on, uh, he was on a podcast with, um, him. It was, uh, not Sal. It was one of the guys from Impractical Jokers. Joe? Is he the guy with the... Joe Gatto? Maybe. Or Murr. Murr's the blonde. No, the it's ball. not Murr. Then it's Joe. Joe? Yeah. But it's not Q. Q has long curly hair. Yeah, no. Um, and so, yeah, so it was Joe, him, and he's the new buck. He's the guy, you know, figuring out his way. And then it was one of the guys, um, he's a motivational speaker, whatever. They all sitting down. And the guy was like, you know what? 
one of the turning points for me was when I realized fear is more scared of me and you can run away from fear all you want, all you want, all you want. He goes, you can chase happiness, but fear is always right behind you. He goes, the day that I changed my life is whenever I turned around and looked fear in the face and it started running away from me is because he was like, I could go into these circumstances whether it was like I was chasing my dream. I was terrified, but whenever I turned around and looked at fear and bowed up to him and be like, you don't have a grip on me he goes i started making steps to where i wanted to go and he goes and he basically was like fear is the biggest thing nowadays that hold people back to doing exactly what they want to do for the rest of their life i couldn't agree more my my biggest idol one of my biggest idols is joe rogan believe it or not I mentioned him in my interview and i found common ground with the guy who was interviewing me because he listens to a lot of joe rogan too so joe rogan helped me get my new job <laughs> but um he talks about man you only get one life one chance right well don't What's the worst thing that can happen? You fail, and guess what? At least you, at least you can tell people you did it, right? Yeah. At least you can tell people I tried. But he's like, it's better to fail and try again, and fail and try again, than sit back on your butt when you're 70 one day, and you've been working this job that you've hated your whole life, and you didn't want to go to old work, and you weren't passionate about it, and then just realize, man, I kind of wasted 70 years on this planet. He was like, <laughs> it's t- it's talking about. He was talking about how, man, chase it, get that bag. Go for your dreams. Don't be afraid to take a risk. You know, a lot of people were stuck um, in the jobs they work now. And he was talking about how they're trapped, you know, by the income. Like, I can't take a step back because, you know, I have to pay my mortgage. I have to pay my rent. I have to pay my car payment, this and that. He's like, but man, sometimes when you do take that step back, you can open the door to a world of whole new opportunities that you've not even thought of or even fathom of. He said, all it takes is, hey, man, I'm going to do this. One one step at a time, whatever it may be. If you want to be a professional comedian, guess what? Start going to open mic nights. Don't just make jokes around your friends anymore. If you want to be a podcaster, go buy the equipment. Go set up a scheduled date. Start talking to people, you know. It's just you got to take the first step into what you want to do. My first step in this new position was, you know, making videos two years ago now for this, for the old apparel brand I used to work for, um, a lot of freelance stuff too, working for friends. It was just, you know, taking baby steps to get to that first opportunity. You know, I'm kind of proud of myself. I kicked that door down, man, and I'm on to bigger and better things. Definitely. Yeah, and along the same lines as you're talking, man, even whenever you're, you know, you're trying to do something and you're working so hard at it, everybody's going to have an opinion. Everybody's going to have an opinion. People are going to talk shit about you. Yeah. And they don't care. They, and, and they want to see you fail. And so soon as you get that out of your mind, you have to, if you're pursuing a dream, first of all, and you're very passionate about it, you have to have a very tight knit group, knit group that supports what you're doing. Yes. It's because at the end of the day, you, you need people to say, hey, you're still you're good at it. I know you're having a rough day. You're good at it. Get your butt up and go. And so whenever (laughs) a lot of people found out that I was on the show, the amount of people that came out of the woodworks that were talking crap about me before because (laughs) they saw me making TikTok videos and doing the podcast and doing my photography and trying to figure out a way to make it go. All of a sudden, I get this break, and the people out of the woodworks were like, oh, my gosh, and oh, follow me, and you unfollowed me a year and a half ago when I started doing this, and it's just, it, it's very eye-opening, and I will never talk bad about anybody um, that did that, but at the same time, it's almost like a pat on your back. It's like, 
you believed in yourself and you push persevered through it. And now you see all the people that are coming back around and all of a sudden it's like, Oh, that's so cool. That's so cool. And it's like, but where, where were you a year and a half ago <laughs> when you unfollowed me and we're talking crap? It was, I think it's funny how you say that. I saw a meme on Twitter or X now. Um, yeah. and yeah, it was what's a, happened yeah, since X. we our last episode. <laughs> um, and it was a picture of like one individual sitting in a seat or a, like a premier football league stadium. Foot, football, I should say. Here in America, we say soccer. But um, we do have foreign listeners, so that's really cool. But anyways, he was sitting in a seat in this big grandstands all by himself. And it was something like the climb to success, right? The climb, the path, the plan. And the next slide over was congratulations, all the congratulations. It was a full slap, full Soccer stadium, people, you know, the the just behind the tweet was you know, nobody sees what it takes to get to the point of where people say congratulations to you, right? Yeah. It's going to be you and your group of, you know, three to four close-knit friends, which I highly suggest you should get if you are somebody. You can't go through this life alone. It's not in our DNA. We were on this planet millions and millions of years ago. We have tribes. We are tribal instinct people. You know, if you surround yourself by like-minded individuals, They'll push you to, you know, do the right things that align with your goals. If you don't have those, man, you can't do it by yourself. So I suggest that you go out and find somebody that you share that that common bond with, that that thought of success with, and hold each other accountable. It's, you know, me and you, two years ago, you know, we were leaving college. We were clueless. Man, the things that we held each other accountable for, for one, to do, um, has led to Tremendous success, in my opinion, so far. You know, the, the numbers may not show it on our following. Who cares? We'll grow our audience over time. Um, but having you and having a couple other of the people that I keep in my circle, you know, telling me, hey, man, just keep your nose to the grindstone. You got this. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. You would not understand how much that actually makes the journey to that congratulations easier. And uh, also, I think going back to, you know, being stuck in you know work or whatever when you're trying to chase your goals you got to dedicate yourself to a plan right you had a plan come out of college i want to make tiktok videos i want to show my life i want to do a lot of agricultural work and i'm going to stick to it now you're up to i think 16 and a half thousand people following you maybe a little bit more yeah something like that. um and you stuck to your plan you make tiktok videos you show the world what florida cattle is all about and this cool opportunity came along with fox reality in Ag Gear, the company that you're sponsored by. Me, on the other hand, I told myself, I was like, look, I don't know where I'm going to go with this, but I want to make videos. I want to, you know, post on social media. I want to do social media postings for another company. I want to make some cool videos. I'm going to stick to my plan. You know, I dedicated myself to my plan day and night. I'm going to make this happen. I'm going to make this happen. And lo and behold, I get the job opportunity that I got coming up. So I think, you know, if you have a dream, right, Stick to your plan. Live by your plan. When you wake up in the morning, first thing you need to think about is, like, man, how am I going to change my life? What plan am I going to take to get to the next step on my path to success? Um, when you go throughout the day, I was thinking about, you know, what video am I going to make today? How am I going to make this angle cut? You were probably thinking about, hey, what TikTok am I going to make? What content am I going to make? It's just sticking to your plan. You have to live by your plan. It's not going to happen overnight. That's a big problem with our generation. Things are going to happen overnight. Don't get me started on yeah, that. things are just going to get handed to you. It's not. It's going to be tough. You're going to be put back on your butt. You're going to get knocked down. You're going to get put back to square one. 
but you got to stick to your plan day and night. And I promise you, anybody that's listening out there, I promise you that you can make your dream and your goal come true. You can check that box and go on to the next part of your life. Yeah, man. As <clears throat> like you said, like sticking to your goals, you you can literally. I'm, I'm a firm believer that you can make your dreams become a reality, and it's not. You can say you say at 23 years old. Say I want to be an astronaut. All right, I can go be an astronaut. But at the end of the day, you have to ask yourself how bad do you want to be an astronaut? It's because. You can go do whatever you want to do. I firmly believe if you want to be a country music singer, you want to be in the music world. Maybe you can't sing at all and you're like, I want to be you know, part of country music. Well, then you bet you bust your butt and learn how to play guitar or drums or you need to. I firmly believe if you want to go do something, you can do it. And it just matters on how hard you want to work. And sometimes you just got to, you know, kiss the right ass every now and then. <laughs> yeah. And other times you can be working and, you know, sucking it up a little bit and having a little dry spell. And all of a sudden you're just at the right place at the right time and something falls your way. But you, you really have to ask how bad do you actually want something? It's because so many people will be like, well, I want to be a millionaire. But the problem is you're chasing the money. You're not chasing the dream. Yeah. And so you really, the, the, my whole goals are, are to be able to do the things I love and be able to be financial free. I don't have to make a million dollars, but as long as I can always go do what I want to do, and if I want to buy something, it's not an issue. It's uh, actually, I believe Joe Rogan said this. And he said, whenever you're financially free, it's whenever you can sit down at every meal and buy everyone's dinner and not have to worry not about it. Not to worry about it. I was literally about to bring that up when yeah. you said that. Um, that's probably one of my you know, biggest you know, mentors in, the, in this world, at least, and also in my mindset, right? He's a guy that's kind of set the example for men all over the place. He gets up every morning, he cold plunges, he works out, then he goes and talks about society with some of the greatest minds on this planet and questions everything, and then guess what? He goes back to sleep and does it all over again. But that's not how his path got there. He was taking every opportunity he could to get into a stand-up club when he was 19 years old. He was living in a, uh, I think he was living in a car at one point um, doing stand-up comedian. Then he got a job as somebody's pr private limo driver in Boston. Like, he is that example that I find, you know, very realistic, right? And a person that came from literal nothing and worked his way up to the worldwide success he is today, right? Yeah. Um, I just think that he's so he's right on a lot of things. And I think the mindset that you develop as a person, it will help you develop your career. It'll help you develop your family life at home. It'll help you develop everything you want to be as a man and it all takes the right mindset man. Mm -hmm. the right mindset definitely you know you were talking about rogan um dude and i've talked several times i mean he's at my dinner table matthew mcconaughey yeah green light I, yeah i listened to it yeah so you Good finished book. it yeah not yet not yet i'm like halfway through okay um but i was about yeah like i said i uh you know i was always a big matthew mcconaughey fan i mean i love you know all the movies he's in i mean he's like the guys he opens his voice and people listen <laughs> yeah. and that, like that is something that i really like uh, you know envy about him and it's like man as soon as you open your up your voice it's just something that it sounds people just ears perk up and they're like 
what is he about to what say? What advice can you give me? Yeah, and so this this Greenlights book, he uh, he wrote this book. Um, and if you're not a big reader, buy the audio book. He narrates it himself, and so you get to listen to Matthew McConaughey for eight hours. And who, <laughs> and that's honest, smooth yeah, voice. I was about to say, who honestly just doesn't like to listen to Matthew <laughs> McConaughey? Um, and so you know, but like you were saying, um, you look up at Joe Rogan, man, Matthew McConaughey. He's he was one of those guys who he worked hard. But he never lost this idea of, I've got to reconnect. And so he would bust his butt, bust his butt, and catch himself almost slipping into something that he wasn't sure about. And then he would always go back and be like, hold on, I'm getting carried away. Let me figure out why I'm this way. And let me figure out, like, get back to my roots. Like, what what built my success and then he would move away from it, and then he would be like, okay, I want to keep building my success, so I got to go back to square one. Where was I at when this happened? And so he would go on these, like, he would have a dream about this deal, and then he was like, you know what? I'm going to the Amazon River, and he would, like, he would hang out with these tribes, which was cool because, you know, back in his day, you could go across seas and not have to spend bukus and bukus of money. Like now. Yeah, and so like there was he was talking about these trips where he would just he would get away. He was an ex- exchange student in Australia, and at a high school he was like, you know what, I'm going to Australia, and he lived there for a year, and then he went to you know uh, the Amazon and Africa, and he put himself in these uncomfortable positions to figure out who he truly was, and so he got comfortable with being uncomfortable and I really look up to that and he always says you know my his biggest hero is himself in 10 years and that's my you know um, that's one of my things I try to live by is like I'm always trying to chase that person and if you haven't read this book man it's, it's really good it's unbelievable it is I will warn you it is it is pretty raunchy yeah. um, it is pretty raunchy it, you know it talks about some of his sexual experiences and things like this but I mean, the guy, the guy's got a very, it's part of life. He's just a very cool person to listen to in his perspective. Some things I disagree with, but you know, it's worked for him. And so it's kind of cool to hear his path along the way. Oh man, look at us growing up. We're reading books now. We're, <laughs> we're getting better jobs. We're still trying to target our audience and inspire people to chase their dreams. You know, it was, a. Uh, Back when I kind of was, I don't want to say I was fired from my old job. It was kind of more like a mutually we parted ways, right? I wanted to get into, you know, back in the sports world, um, the company I was working for wasn't making any growth. Kind of, kind of reached that, you know, peak, right? It kind of hit that that roof, that ceiling, and I wanted a bigger and better opportunity. But it takes time to find a new position, right? So I found myself substitute teaching for a little bit. Yeah. You know, I don't don't ask me how. Um, the money's really good if you're down on your luck and you just need to make some good money. Go substitute teach. It's like up to $180 a day. It's crazy. But um, it gave me this opportunity to start talking and meet some really young minds. You know, my, my goal with this, when I told you at the beginning, is like I want to inspire people from my hometown, right, to set your mind to something. If you can do it, you can believe it. And if you believe it, you can chase your dream. You can put yourself, make your plan, whatever. I had the opportunity to speak to a lot of different kids. Um, and one of them came up to me and was like, hey, Mr. Spradlin. I hate being called that. But um, they're like, hey, I found a podcast. I was like, oh, gosh. <laughs> and I, and I was like, yeah, think, thanks, man. Um, he's like, I really want to let you know. I think it's really cool. He's like, why did you start a podcast? And I told him, I said, man, 
honestly, I wanted to inspire kids like you from our hometown, which is a one red light town, you know, not very big. People go and work in the mines. There's no wrong, nothing wrong with that. Um, but I want to inspire people like you, like, hey, go chase your dreams. Get out of here. Go live a whole different life for a couple of years and see how you like it. And the kid looked at me, and I kid you not, he said, Mr. Spradlin, I really appreciate you telling me that. You know, I've had, I've had the dream of wanting to become, you know, marine biologist. And I really didn't know where to start. So I sat down with the kid, um, and I was like, hey, man, look at this school. It's the Florida Keys University, marine biology. It's tied in with the University of Miami. Oh, look, University of Miami has a school and all this and that. And we eventually got to the point where he's like, you know what? I'm going to start applying for these schools. Thank you, Mr. Spradlin. You're kind of helping me realize my dream of like, I can, I can get out of this town. I can go do something. Dude, that meant a lot to me. Um, you were mentioning Matthew McConaughey and his early travels as a foreign exchange student. I had a kid come up to me. She was a dual enrolled. She was a senior. She was about to graduate or she's going to graduate high school this year. And she was talking. She's like, Mr. Brown, I've always wanted to like think about, you know, how cool it'd be to, be a foreign exchange student somewhere. I was like, go for it. What is stopping you? You're 19 or 18 years old. Go have this life experience that might change your life where you can, you know, ultimately veer your path of life differently. You never know what yeah. you can run into. And she's like, really? I was like, yes. It, it, it takes one course. I knew several people at my old college in Ave Maria University down in Naples who went and studied in, I believe it was either France or Italy for the summer. All of them came back telling me how cool their experience was. One of them changed their major to theology, so they go over there and work for a church one day in a, either one of those two countries. And I was telling her about all of this, and she's like, Mr. Brown, I think I'm really going to do it. I said, like, go for it. So, yeah, yeah and, and it's really cool, man, to have this kind of platform that we're on now, um, kind of, you know, making our progress known, showing people our progress in life, and, you know, reassuring everybody out there that, hey, we're not just we're not just speaking this. I mean, we're living this too. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's uh it's definitely a grind, man. It's uh you know, we have goals and we we see these things and and everybody, you know, I'm sure there's some people that look at the podcast and be like, you know, oh, that's cool, like, you know, it seems fun or whatever, but you know, that's not for me. Um or this and that. And that's okay. Yeah. I mean, it's nobody's asking you to be a podcaster. Nobody's asking you to support us. Especially you know? the one starting every single day it seems like. Yeah, and, and you know, at the end of the day, it's it's what you want to do with life. And I think the big the big problem is a lot of people just fall into this normal reality of this is what everybody else did. It becomes a steady paying job. It does this and that. And it's, you know, and that might not be for everybody. Stuck. Yeah. And and I'm not saying, and it works for a lot of people and a lot of people really love what they do. But my thing is personally, I just, I just see things in a different light. Same. You know, I, I see things that where I can still go to my nine to five, but you know, i I wouldn't mind having a couple different forms of income that I thoroughly enjoy doing. Like if I didn't like this, I wouldn't do it. Yeah. If I didn't like any of my jobs, I wouldn't do it because I feel like my biggest asset nowadays, especially being 23 years old, is my time. And a lot of people say, you know, you're young, you have plenty of time. I came up with these goals whenever I was coming out of college and I said you know I have seen all this stuff about how people say that they wasted their 20s away and the big thing for me is 
while I'm in my 20s, I plan to work as hard as possible. And so maybe one day when I'm, you know, 40, you know, that would be amazing if I could retire when I'm 40, not necessarily retire, but like, you know, I'd be financially set in this and that. Um, You know, that's my goal, you know, and just work when I want and money's never an issue for me. And a lot of people I feel like just blow some of their most important years of their life having fun, which I'm not saying you can't have fun. You can have fun, but at the same time, I feel like it's very important to get down to work too. You can have fun doing something as a side hustle, trying to make a dream come true. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, hell, we've just had a drink and sit down and talked for 35 minutes of just catching up. I mean, man, it's, it's this easy. I mean, yeah, it might cost a little bit with the, uh, the podcast equipment and stuff like that, but Heck, Facebook Marketplace, there's always a podcast going out of business. Right. <laughs> or, or quit. There's always somebody that's done. So there's somebody that stuff. just got tired of chasing the dream. And so if you want one, look on Facebook Marketplace. You can get it for pretty cheap. Man, I, I'm just so happy kind of right now. We're, we're both that. Um, the opportunities that's been brought upon us that we've taken. Um, you know, the life experience we've had so far. You know, I'm 23 years old. Sorry, 24. Man, I'm getting old. <laughs> and... uh I'll be 24. Uh, I have, I have so many stories to tell. I'm only 24 years old, you know, back from my wild having fun days from 19 to 21 to, all right, now it's time to grow up 22 to 23. And it's like 24. It's like, all right, this seems like a pretty good year. Got a new job that could turn into a really cool career. Um, still doing the podcast, still trying to inspire the youth out there. <laughs> um, but it's man, it's just full circle. And yourself as well, trying to yeah. inspire yourself as well. Absolutely. <laughs> because I know I am. I try to keep whenever I speak, I try to keep myself accountable. Sorry, I didn't mean to. No, you're that. good. No, it's just man, it's I'm I'm just sitting here reflecting, just thinking about the world when that twenty twenty three has been, how fast it went by. I did see an interview the other day with like it was like three people that were ninety five years old or older and they were talking like what would, what would your what's your biggest thing that you could take away? from your life to talk to young people about. And they were talking about how fast time goes by. It's like, man, I didn't realize how quick this goes by. He said, take every opportunity that you can do. One of them said, take every opportunity you can do that aligns with your morals and your values and your goals in life and go for it. Don't ever leave a box unchecked. That really resonated with me, man. It's 24 years old now. It seems like a blink of an eye. Yesterday I was playing travel ball as a 12-year-old. And another blink of an eye, I was signing a college scholarship starting off with, you know, school and whatnot. And then next thing you know, I take a breath and 24, got a job with the Pirates, and it's went by quick. I so I'm, I'm going to take those words to heart from that, you know, wise gentleman who said the time goes by quick and never leave a box unchecked and always, always chase your goals. Definitely. And, I, you know, kind of to wrap it up, I just want to reemphasize um, some things that I've said on the podcast. It's, man, one one thing that I try to live by is, you know, I don't want to wake up when I'm 35, whenever, you know, hopefully I'll be married and hopefully I'll have a couple kids by then. Um, but, you know, I don't want to wake up one day and have one of these midlife crises. Mm-hmm. And be like, man, I pissed away my 20s. Or, man, I had this opportunity and I never could have taken it. And I just want to, you know, call to light that for anybody that's listening. It's if you get an opportunity in life and it might seem a little selfish for you to take it, take that opportunity because it might be one of the best things you've ever done for yourself. Yep. And, you know, I firmly believe I 
through this whole process with, you know, Farmer Wants a Wife. It's not the most conventional thing in the world. Um, I had to take off two months, two and a half months and, you know, stop working and go do this. It's It was not conventional by any means. But would I go back and change it? Absolutely not. Because I had one hell of a time. It's memories that I will remember for a lifetime. It's people that I've met along the way that have made me a better person. And at the end of the day, it's just cool as shit. So like, <laughs> so if you ever just have an opportunity where it feels very selfish to take, sometimes you got to be selfish to get to where you want to go. Absolutely. I agree. I totally agree. hundred percent. You know, um, I do have a girlfriend, uh, 24 years old. It's about time to start, you know, popping the question and, <laughs> you know, buying a house and this and that. And I was, I just wasn't happy with my life as a whole. I was happy with her. Don't get me wrong. Love my girlfriend. Hopefully soon to be fiance one day. Um, but I was like, you know what? I have to take this opportunity with pirates. I, you know, I am moving a little bit further away, but this is something that I have to do that I could not live without, without doing, you know, I've, I've missed out on an opportunity when I was fresh out of college, could have worked at NASCAR, kind of turned it down to, you know, kind of thankful I did, to be honest, help me find my new passion, help me develop my new skill set for my new job. But, um, it's that, like you said, sometimes you got to be a little selfish in what you want in life. And, you know, we figured it out. We'll be fine. Uh, and I've, I highly encourage anybody out there that's listening this far. If you have that decision to make, man, time goes by fast. 20, a 95-year-old told me, it goes by quick. <laughs> so you better do it, man. Leave bo- no box unchecked. Well, man, I'm I'm super excited for the the future in the next uh, you know the the next months and years to come. Absolutely, um, what this podcast holds. Um, you know, I have no no plan on quitting anytime soon. And uh, you know, obviously, we did take two months off. I couldn't quite had to. Yeah, I couldn't quite uh, record while we were doing all this. Um, and you know, that's that might be personally, you know, it's a selfish thing. Yeah, and it was okay. Yeah. I told you to do it. Yeah. And so, you know, it was a great <laughs> opportunity. And uh, maybe we we probably didn't handle it as well as we could have. And letting you guys know what was going on. Um, but we happened so quick. Yeah, it was very fast. Um, and so we didn't want y'all to think we were done. We are back on. Yes. The Rule One podcast lives on, and we're going to have a bunch of several uh, guests coming in the next couple of weeks. And so we're super excited for what's to come yeah. and what that's going to entail and the doors that might open for us. Uh, remember, guys, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, uh, not Twitter, sorry, TikTok, Facebook, Rule One Podcast. It's very easy to find us. Uh, we actually did gain some followers on a little break time. So our content's still getting out there, still getting watched, still getting liked. Um, on YouTube, follow us, like, subscribe. Give us a rating, too, on Spotify. You know, the more ratings we get on Spotify, the more we're in the algorithm, the more people can listen to our message of chasing your dreams and not being afraid of everything. So I do want to say thank you to all the people who stuck with us this far. Um, happy two years, pretty much, <laughs> it seems like, and uh, this, since this process has started, and uh, I cannot wait for the future. We do have some really cool guests lined up. Definitely, and uh, if you do give us a rating of a one star or whatever, I'm not a big Spotify guy, that's fine, yeah. but let us know on what we can do to Absolutely. improve, and I, uh, we appreciate y'all, and we're looking forward to the, the many days and months and years to come, so we'll see y'all next week. Bye.